All right, welcome back to another episode of Three Dudes, One Hoop. I'm Mike, as always. I'm here with my boys, Benny and Easy. It is January 18th, 2022, and this podcast, we're going to do our mid-season all-NBA teams. So these are, you know, obviously, you know, at the end of the year, this may look different for us. We'll probably do another podcast towards the end of the season where we, you know, maybe set in stone what, what our teams are actually going to be. But it's halfway through the season. All-Stars right around the corner. We figure why not do our All-NBA uh, first, second, and third teams. Um, and once we all say our teams, we can uh, kind of do an average or a summation of, of the three dudes, one hoop, uh, All-NBA team. So uh, a lot of interesting names. It's, it was a difficult list for me to make, uh, especially when you have guys who can play guard or forward. I don't know if you guys had like a similar experience because you can put one guy at guard but then that means you know okay yeah. this forward do i want to put him here or on the second team uh so it was the toughest to make how, how about you guys did, did you find it to be hard or did you know off the bat what you what you want to do i probably had that issue maybe like once but yeah there were a few other times where i was kind of thinking about it, like where do i want to put this guy but yeah i mean i kind of had an idea of who i wanted on each team as it was mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but yeah i totally get where you're coming from yeah definitely had a few issues with that. I think I had more issues with that with the third team where I think like a lot yeah. of guys deserved it more than some of the forwards on my mm-hmm. third team. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't really. Yeah, I felt like the forward it. pool was a little shallow. Yeah. And yeah. just like even on top of that, like it's so hard to do these all NBA teams now in the modern NBA because we have so many multi like position guys that can play mm-hmm. guard and forward that like, yeah, it would be great to put like not no positions. Right. But then we never get centers to make all NBA teams, we might not get as many guards in the all NBA team. We might not get as many forwards in the all NBA team. So it's like, we kind of have to keep this format if we want to like have any parody for like yeah. positions being recognized. Which Yeah. Kinda, and if you go on Giannis's yeah. page, he's literally listed as like center power forward, small forward point guard. Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like It's just, it's just <laughs> really weird to like name some of these guys. Like, like DeRozan was like a power forward. I think Benny, you mentioned that in the chat before the pod. Yeah, on his basketball references, he's just yeah. like a power forward. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, they like, usually don't mess up those things, so I don't know if the. I think it's because defensively like... he plays a lot of minutes guarding maybe, there. Maybe yeah. the other teams for. Like, I know for the Spurs for like a year he was doing that, mm-hmm. but like I I wouldn't label him offensively as a power forward like at all. No, yeah, no, that's... definitely not. So it's like, how but do that's you the problem, right? Is where do you spend your time on the court positionally? Like LeBron, late. Well, when Davis is out, he'll. On defense lately he's been playing the five but on offense he's obviously you know right. essentially a point guard so it's like he, half the time he's, he's playing as a center but he's I don't, I don't think he's even eligible to be voted as a center for uh, for, for all in the nba so probably not it, if he was it, it wouldn't it's be really one weird. guy on this list that's for sure yeah no but. that's for sure so <laughs> um it, it's it's definitely like i don't even think the nba is fully convinced of what they're doing because it's you know why is why is Giannis able to be listed as a point guard, but not Jokic? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. essentially, they're the same height. And, well, Jokic is a little taller, but you know what I mean? Like, they're both seven-footers, essentially, and they both play yeah. point guard. It feels like a lot of NBA writers don't even know who Jokic is to begin with, so. so <laughs> barely, barely talk about <laughs> it. Trust me, after the Heat-Denver game, I think they found out who he was pretty quick. True. true. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting exercise to do. Uh, if you're an NBA fan, I, I definitely think uh, – it's, it's worth doing just to really 
sit down and look at it because at the end of the year we all gripe this person got left out this person got left out but if you're going to put this person on somebody has to be left out right that's always the 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 trade so i guess with that being said we can go ahead and get started i think i guess we can just go around and name our first team um and then we can talk about it and keep going and i'll keep track of uh i guess who we have so why don't we start i guess benny you want to go ahead give us your first team should I, what do you guys want to do is do I give off my whole team or just kind of go spot by spot? doesn't matter. Um, you can go on your whole team. Yeah. You can just say who you have at each position. Okay. Um, I, the two guard spots, I have Stephen Curry and John Morant. Center, okay. Joel Embiid. Forward, LeBron. And the other forward is also Giannis. If Kevin Durant, and, you know, part of it, you know, this is kind of like a this is kind of like a prediction pod, mm-hmm. I guess. So we're kind of mm-hmm. we're kind of trying to also, um, I guess, figure out what we think the NBA would what the NBA writers would vote. So that being said, I do think LeBron would have been on NBA. But if but if Kevin Durant hadn't gotten hurt, like if we had recorded this pod maybe like a week ago or something, I probably would have had Kevin Durant in here instead of LeBron. But now with Kevin Durant being out for a month to a month and a half, LeBron's probably going to keep up the pace that he's at. and. You know, I, I just put him in my first team over Kevin Durant. Got you. Yeah, that's a. I think we'll talk about KD for sure and, and how we place them in this exercise. But easy, why don't you give us your team? Yeah, so I had same guards. I had Curry and Jaw. Mm-hmm. Um, my forwards are different. I have um, Durant and Giannis. Um, I still think Durant's going to close out perfectly fine. Um, I think they're going to have to end the season with him playing. I don't think they're going to, it's like going to be a thing of like, Oh, I got to rest him every other game. I think mm. they're going to end up playing him. Mm. Um, and then my center's Jokic instead of Embiid. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, uh, Ben, your, your center was Embiid or Jokic? Joel Embiid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think our, our list is looking pretty similar. So I had, let me quickly write. Yeah. So I had, Stefan Jaw as well. I'm glad we all had Jaw. Thank you for, for putting Jaw. Um, <laughs> I had Jokic at center. Uh, and then I had Katie and Giannis uh, as my uh, fours. So same re- rationale that, that Benny was talking about, uh, even though you put LeBron because, like, obviously Katie's out right now. But if the season were to 10 today, we all vote today, Katie would be first team, no question. It's really fucking shitty to see him go out like this, where he's going to be out until basically right before the playoffs start. So uh, really big blow for the Nets. Um, but yeah, I, I put him in my first team just because he definitely deserves it. I mean, he was, you know, just behind Steph in the MVP race. You could arguably put him ahead of him. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's tough. But um, I'm curious, I guess, why you had Embiid over over Jokic, uh, Benny, because I think that's really where our list deviate. Yeah, uh, the the first thing I thought of was just defensively, just and beats better. I, I'm not gonna disagree with Jokic. I think mm-hmm. Jokic is a fantastic player, obviously, mm-hmm. but that was kind of the first thing that came to my mind was defensively. And then the second thing was is that you know just the NBA sometimes, in my opinion, to a detriment, um, looks at winning almost sometimes it feels like as an end all be all for mm-hmm. some of these things. So I just thought that the Sixers having not that much of a better record, but just having a better record and being a higher seed in their respective conference compared to Denver. I just thought that for that, they might just give the, give the award to, to, to Embiid. Got you. Well, yeah. Easy. How about you? Yeah, no, I think I was just going to stick with um, 
with Jokic at number at the first team only because other years they favored Jokic in mm. a way. Like he's always been on the All NBA teams, um, at least for the last couple years. And yeah. um, I think when it comes to Embiid at this point, there's kind of a little bit of a bias against him in a way, where mm. he would have to play above what he's already doing mm. to garner that kind of attention anymore. I think we've gone to the point with Embiid where we're waiting to see the next, I guess, like half step because it's hard to take another step if you're Embiid. But like, I think we're just waiting for like another, you know, like we're waiting for like a three week period where we're just like, oh my God, like this man's the MVP. Like, I think we're still waiting on that moment for Embiid. I think it had, I thought it was happening last year. Yeah, personally. I was about to say. It almost mm-hmm. did. It, could it almost did, but then he got injured. Yeah, yeah. then he got injured. Yeah. But right. I'm not seeing it this season yet. Like he's had a great games, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's just mm-hmm. these windows where like I'm waiting on it's that the MVP separate note, it's gonna come down to whoever's having the hottest window for the longest period of time towards the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it can't happen for Embiid, but I'm definitely believing it's gonna come more out of Jokic than it is from Embiid. Yeah, I think on as as pure basketball players, I think they're really close. I, I just I like what Jokic does more for his team than the other way around, although they're both obviously like integral to their teams. But I like what you said, Easy, about uh, kind of the bias against the beat because I think it's true. Like even this whole like Ben Simmons situation turning sour, not that they're hanging, not that people are hanging that on a beat, but it's gonna eventually just be on his shoulders that he's carrying the weight of this entire franchise and he has no help. And now all these playoff outs that have been accumulated, it's like it's almost like well, yeah, Embiid was so good. Obviously, Ben Simmons was, uh, you know the culprit for a lot of these but eventually they're just all gonna are gonna keep stacking up on it beat nobody expects the Sixers to do anything good this season so or have any type of run um so yeah I wonder if he doesn't get a first team selection and this Ben Simmons thing just drags out how that's gonna kind of impact his feeling about Philadelphia in the long term because I think he's somebody that does care about these uh, about getting these awards you know because what else does he have if he can't he doesn't have a good playoff team yeah. so uh that's gonna be tough but yeah so i think it looks like uh Embiid was the only place that we differed as a as a pod so <laughs> well i think i heard um oh yeah, LeBron he has too, LeBron. yeah yeah but I, you explained that because that of the kd all. thing right yeah yeah it was yeah. literally only because of that if, if kd right. hadn't gotten hurt i would have had kd in here and like yeah objectively if kd ends up which i don't think will happen but if it does if he mm-hmm. ends up only being rested and stuff like that I definitely see the universe where LeBron's going to be first team all NBA if the Lakers mm-hmm. like, not even maintain, but like if they get like one more seed higher, I see it happening. Yeah. Um, and it really also depends on like how DeMar DeRozan finishes the rest of the season too. Um, right. Because he's probably the next forward that we're going to talk about, I, I would assume. Um, or one of yeah, them. He's got a chance to make so a jump. He has a chance for sure. Um, but, the, you know, of course, the narrative is always going to be in LeBron's favor. Um, yeah. but if this team continues to implode and the Bulls still look good, then I don't see why DeMar, DeMar couldn't take that KD spot instead. So something to oh, keep an like eye out on for the first sure. team you're saying. Yeah. On the first team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay I, so as the season progresses, Rosen, yeah. like first that'd be team crazy. on the second team. Yeah. Like after all those years in, in Toronto where he was so good. And then obviously San Antonio is kind of like buried. But yeah. you know, it's just it's weird. Resurgence to see DeRozan, yeah, it's just weird to see DeRozan mm-hmm. being like the mainstay and main guy. Yeah, I mean, he's legitimately one of team. the best players in the NBA right now, and it's not something I thought yeah. I would say in 2022. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people thought it was over for him 
yeah like career wise like mm-hmm. like toronto was the best it was ever gonna get mm-hmm. which is nice to see that he's made this turnaround and also like in a big market like it wasn't just like him buried in like a small market team like he's doing this in chicago yeah That's on like a really a fun thing. team and it's funny because part of the reason i guess people thought his career arc was falling is because of just the, the style of play he is not a guy who shoots threes um and he's a mid-range guy through and through and so I don't think anybody thought that he was going to age well. Uh, and that's how I was looking in San Antonio. But now he's on a really fun team in Chicago that, you know, plays fast and has young players. And those Toronto teams were, were good that he was on, but I don't think I don't think anybody would call it exciting. Um, you know, how they dare were, you speak down on Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle that. Lowry. You don't, love, you don't love Kyle Lowry taking charges and flopping Wayne every Casey's men. Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> charge paint warriors but uh oh my gosh but yeah so it's definitely a cool cool thing to see so i guess that being yeah. said we can we can go into the second team yeah um i guess i'll kick us off so at guard i have uh luca and harden and then i have lebron and demar in my front court and i have gobert on my second team oh yeah oh we got problems yeah. now i have okay. gobert on my we, second we team. got we've got problems now okay mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go next because I guess I have a problem with that. So I should Yeah, go that. for it. Go for it. So yeah. wait, wait. So let me get this straight. Yeah. You had Jokic and then you're putting Gobert at second team. Yeah. I had Jokic first team and Gobert second team. Exactly. You, you really don't like Joel Embiid, huh? You, you really... I mean, you know, I, I, I take into account a lot uh the winning side of Betty. You were really against that earlier. But have I you do seen take... the Jazz recently? I, yeah, I mean, it's true. But, you know, at the end of the day, Gobert also has the highest win, win share in the NBA right now. So that, that that's a big statistic for me that I use for to to make these teams as like a insight into into how I, I hate that teams. you use that stat. I will make my team announcement now. All right, um, at guard I have Harden, and I have CP3. Um, I got at forward DeRozan and LeBron, and then at center I got Embiid. Okay, so I, you said you're you had CP3 on your second team. Yeah, I had CP3 okay. on second team. Got you. Because okay. the NBA will have an eternal um, love for CP3 and all NBA teams. They'll never know when to, like, move him out of that spot. <laughs> so true. Like, they're never going to figure it out. They're just going to be like, yeah, he's such a quality point guard. We got to keep him. Like, he's just literally a pure point guard. We have to have him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, just, I don't know when the time is going to come that he's not going to be on that list. But it's not going to be this year because I'm looking at the MVP standings. And he's still on the list for top 15 players. So, like, I'm not taking him out anytime soon. Yeah. Who's so you, who, who are your forwards again? My forwards were DeRozan and LeBron. DeRozan and LeBron. Okay, cool. And then my center was Embiid. Um, Got you. As it should be for years, but we, we can talk about that after Benny's. We can, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, go ahead. All right. The The thing that you guys said about CP3 is exactly right. Probably about the, the NBA not knowing when to get him out of there. Mm. Um, I'm not going to disagree with that. I actually don't even have cp3 on any on any of my teams but mm. i don't disagree with that point at all so i can definitely see it happen yeah. but my second team is zach levine devin booker nikola Jokic, kevin durant and demar DeRozan. okay okay so they had zach levine on your on your uh yeah on your second team and DeRozan. i had the two was the one what was that the levine one was kind of surprising yeah yeah well i mean nice you don't have KD on your on any of your teams i i, I imagine I no, we on the second team. You just said, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, Katie yeah. on the second team. Okay, yeah. got you. And your center was? Uh, Jokic. Jokic, okay. 
yeah. as it should be for his list because Gobert would never go ahead of Embiid and. <laughs> no, but I think I like for like for Zach Levine, like like you guys said, playing with someone like like Demar Derozan, somebody that obviously needs the ball in his hands, obviously takes likes to hold on to the ball to them, take mid range jumpers. You kind of wondered a little bit how that feel was gonna work. But Zach Levine, mm. obviously, you guys know this. He's obviously having a great season at 25 points, five rebounds, four assists. And his efficiency is actually really good, which was something that I wasn't sure was going to happen with DeMar on the team or Lonzo even. But shooting almost 50% and 41% from three, I haven't checked that, but I would assume those are almost career highs, if not career highs in itself. And those are great numbers comparable, in my opinion, to DeMar DeRozan even. And I had DeMar DeRozan in the second team, so I thought, why not just throw Levine in there too? Yeah, you can make an argument for it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I guess it also how you, depends how you feel about, uh, you know, where you place other players in, in the in the third team. So I guess we'll get to that. But yeah. um, I guess let's talk about Gobert. <laughs> so, uh, I mean. It's so criminal that you would even say something like this. I, I just feel like he's obviously, MB's having a great year. Um, but I feel like Gobert's year is definitely underrated. I, I still think he's, you know, at playing at a high level and he's leading the nba i think in rebounds he's leading the nba in win shares the utah jazz have a much better record well it's it's you know therefore the the, the sixers are i think six in, in the east um so it's, just a, it's it's close and i i did have him at different positions at times when i was making the list i had them beat two and then go bear three but it didn't feel right to me so i switched it but um at the end of the day i feel like go bear deserves the nod over Embiid. So far this year, but we'll see. At the end of the season, maybe different. But go ahead, roast me alive. Roast me alive, easy. I I almost wanted to stop this recording. <laughs> not not because of what you just explained, because you made valid points, but only because yeah. you said Rudy's ahead of Joel Embiid, who you're supposed to be an advocate for. You're supposed I know. to be he an was advocate my for MVP, but he's so like letting me down. He's letting you down. No, you're letting him down. <laughs> you're, you're you're ruining I'm not him. Advocating for him fast enough, he's never gonna win them. You know. First, this is I'm gonna go with just like the most elementary arguments right here. Okay, Rudy Gobert isn't even the first option for his team. I am not getting. A, I know he's the first option defensively, but most centers are the first option defensively. Like mm-hmm. it's easy to be a number one defensive option on a team. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. But still, Rudy, he's he's the best. You know, Rudy. I don't even know if Rudy's like a top three scorer on his team. Yeah, I don't know. He can't do anything the, outside of five jazz. feet. He's a mob <laughs> guy. He gets offensive yeah. rebounds and puts putbacks up. Like, that's mm-hmm. not an offense. He's not offensively skilled like that. Um, He's, have you seen him set a screen easy? Wow. His screens Great. are so amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you how pivotal those have been in the most important <laughs> moments, man. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, no. So, first off, Rudy's not even the number one offensive option on his team. So, mm-hmm. automatically, one side of the court, I'm not going to – I'm not going to say he's bad offensively, but, like, He's a byproduct of the offense he's in, and he's a byproduct of being seven two and a rebounder. Like that, that is what it is. Secondly, the records, I don't want to hear about the records. That's a three-game difference. That can literally be erased in two seconds. The, the Cavs are on like a five-game win streak, and they're the number three seed in the East. Like, yeah, it's so very yeah. like it's so like it's so flexible. So, like, mm-hmm. in terms of the wins and losses, like it is what it is. And we can make the case that the East is actually way more competitive than the West now. So even from that perspective, the Jazz have had an easier path and they're going to have an easier path um, than the Sixers ever will. Third, Embiid is now playing without Ben Simmons. We can wreck Ben Simmons all we want, but he also helped Embiid be the player that he was last year. So 
even with that in mind, Embiid is still averaging the most points on his team, the most rebounds on his team. He's shooting 48%, 38% from three. He's the most, player, most important player on his team on both ends of the court. I can't not like not have him ahead of Rudy. Like it just does not make a whole lot of sense in the sense of what MB does on all facets of the game compared to Rudy. Like he's better than him other than like, I guess as a defender, which if I was as active as Joel Embiid offensively, I wouldn't be able to be a defender like Gobert. Like it's impossible. Mm. You can't play both sides mm. like that. Gobert can be a great defender because his offense around him is that good. What's Embiid's options out here? Seth Curry and Tobias Harris? Sick. <laughs> like, great. great. Awesome. We're, we're set, I guess. And Tyrese Yeah, Maxey. no, I mean, oh. I definitely hear the argument. I, I, I think there's a lot of merit to what you're saying, but I don't know. I feel like... I feel like so far, like just right now where we are in the NBA, I think Embiid's really close to overtaking him, and Utah's definitely got slipped a lot lately. Um, but I think just given what Gobert does for his team, even though, yes, offensively, he's basically – he's not a nothing. It's just I think he does – I think he's important to what they do, but just not, you know, obviously scoring the ball. I think he does other things to make that team go, um, if that makes sense. So – um, yeah, I mean, it's close. I, I can see an argument for, for Embiid over, over Gobert. And I can I see just, why you would look at me crazy. But <laughs> I just want to point out, right now in the MVP rankings, Embiid is number four. Gobert is Ooh. 10. So, well, yeah, but, you know. Uh, you already know who's going to end up ahead in the All-NBA team. That's true. That's facts. You're not Gobert wrong. Never, who's your, who's your other guard? Who's your other guard? My, my other guard was CP3 yeah. and um, Harden. Which, by okay. the way, CP3 is ahead of Rudy Gobert right now in the MVP yeah. standings. Yeah, so, yeah. Again, like I'm not saying Chris Paul deserves it, but mm-hmm. I know it's gonna happen because that is just the way the NBA is. And they'll never give Devin Booker his flowers for actually being a good NBA player because CP3 no. is there. They're and, never and Betty, gonna give Devin Booker credit. And Benny, well, who who are your two guards? Zach Levine and Devin Booker. Zach Levine and Devin Booker. Okay, so you had Booker on on the yeah. second team. So I had I'm the only one who had I guess uh, Luca on the second team. Yeah. Um, did you guys? Is is it, is it? Am I crazy or is it like a? I think you guys just thought. Bit, I don't know. I don't like Luca this season. Luca this season is just like a product of his team. He's just not playing well. He's just. I not, mean, I feel like, like I don't like Luca and I don't like Harden this season. That's fair. I feel like both. Well, I feel like in the case of both players, like they've just been very much shat on by the media, like the yeah. whole season for good reasons. No, like, but no, exactly. Yeah. For, yeah, for like Luca. Luca. Yeah, Luca came into the, the year out of shape and not playing well that team's kind of gone the i mean he's playing he, he's played better as of late but i feel like if you just look at his numbers it's kind of undeniable like statistically he's having a really good year it's definitely not up to like his standards um i, I guess which is Lucas part of the reason i don't want to hear no, i mean i think he's doing great that's why i'm on my second team but i mean <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just i think uh for for him it's a down year but in the context of the nba as compared to like cp3 for example um that's that's why i have a you know a head like i i, I hear what you're saying cp3 second team and that's another one where i floundered having him between this, my second and third team um but i just feel like you get to a point where the numbers start to matter and i feel like with luca it's just like well i mean this guy's basically like numbers like prime lebron so i, I just feel like it, f- from that perspective i couldn't deny him second team so, hey, I have to deny him second team yeah. only because the NBA loves Chris Paul. They're never gonna know. No, I, I Chris agree. Paul. I, I, from from the NBA perspective, one hundred percent, they're gonna put Chris Paul second. Team. They have 100%. Chris Paul ahead of him right now yeah. by like third, like not even by. Let me see, by five spots. And Luke is averaging twenty four, eight and eight. 
This man would have to go on a historic I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, run to even get close. Chris well, Paul like, what what would, would actually be very historic for him, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, Chris Paul, who's, like, not even having a crazy good year. He's, like, 13 mm-hmm. and 10 with, like, steals. Cool. Yeah, he's he like 47, yeah. 47 and 32 from three. Mm-hmm. 32%. That's why, that, that's why I'm actually surprised. That's why I'm kind of surprised that you guys didn't have Devin Booker in here. Because I have him on my third team, which we'll get to. I yeah. love to put Devin Booker, but I mm-hmm. know the and I did my list based on what I think the NBA is going to do. I know yeah. the NBA is not going to give Devin Booker more credit than Chris Paul. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I they, think they I don't think both of them Booker are going to. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think both of them together will be on the second team. I can see like one or the other, but um, yeah. I'm. I mean, I was surprised to see none of you, not neither of you have Luca. So. It's just the percentages are so down. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't. Just, I can't get over I'm, that. I'm uncomfortable yeah. putting that. Those kind of like the stats look nice, but like mm-hmm. for the record that they have, which is like above 500, which I guess that's fine. But like, I can't have Luca on the same. Like, in my case, the second team mm-hmm. is LeBron when LeBron's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's just not comparable. And then yeah, the but I have, I put, I have Luca on my guard and LeBron on right, my guard. Right, but I'm saying like yeah. I have I have a hard time putting those two. Yeah, the together. Yeah, team. got you. And then I yeah. have Harden not because of what he's doing now, but of because what he's gonna do when Katie's out. Mm. Katie, That's fair. Harden's gonna have yeah. four to six weeks of being the main guy. Like, yeah, yeah. His stats are gonna be inflated. Like it is mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even with that, I don't know if you guys, if you guys want to move on to the third team. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Even even with that, they just said easy wish. I would I would like you would expect that. Like from the Harden that we've seen this season, I'm not convinced that that he's really gonna gonna finally kick on. And yeah. also with it, because we don't think uh, we don't know if Kyrie's even gonna like we don't know when Kyrie's even playing, so he's gonna not gonna have Kyrie assuming for most of the games. Yeah, he's not gonna have Kevin Durant for a little while. Like I don't see him getting much help to her unless you said like yeah he's gonna be inflated, but I think what's gonna be inflated mostly is gonna be his field goal attempts. Probably not much else. I just haven't liked. I just haven't liked Harden this season. He just hasn't looked the same player as before. And this is kind of where, I, like, I'm very open to be convinced otherwise because I obviously would have assumed before the season that Luca and Harden would be on one of my three teams. I don't mm. have either of them mm. here. And like, yeah, I, my 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 third team. I'm not even fully convinced by it, but just I couldn't look over the efficiency of. These two guys, I went with Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, Jason Tatum, and Brandon Ingram. That is my third team right now. Okay. Easy. Who? What about you? I'll get to James Harden in a second, just because I think he does make it, and only because of how they treated him when he was in Houston. Like if he was like an MVP when Houston was losing every game with him, anyways, before mm. he got traded, yeah. they're like treating him like if he was God's son, like literally. Like, <laughs> Like this man, like it was crazy. Those first eight games, they were like, "Yeah, he's the MVP," and he's like shooting forty four and like just stupid numbers, like not even. Well, he he was also good. made to look bad because it was the whole thing that he was like right purposely like sabotaging, like being overweight yeah. and whatever else. And also, I like I've seen him play in Houston. I know he can turn it up, and even if he doesn't turn it up, I would hope so. I think like he could, he's but... he's averaging twenty two and ten on eight rebounds also like he but just it's a, has it's a luca argument stats. that michael's making too yeah yeah but that's why i have on my third team i have luca yeah on my third yeah. team i have because they're not going to get away from their luca agenda they're mm. going to put luca on an all nba team whether we whether he does <laughs> we or, want not. It or not yeah like yeah. It, 
again, I'm going based on narrative and what the NBA wants. I'm not going. No, I, I completely agree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that. I got you. CP3 will be number two because he's efficiency, even though he's not that efficient this season. But they're mm-hmm. going to put Luca third team. I have Booker third. They're finally going to give him his flowers because Phoenix is going to be the number one seed probably. And they're finally going to be like, you know what? Maybe a guy who shoots 40% from three on seven attempts is a pretty good NBA player. So they're finally going to do it. Um, so those are my guards, Luca and Booker. At forward, right. this is where literally I I don't know where to go. Yeah, it gets really tough here. I'm yeah. going with maybe how the season ends. I'm mm. going Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. Um mm. I went Jimmy literally because they went with Jimmy in the all NBA team, I think like a year ago or two years ago. So I'm going based on what the voters have liked in the past and Jimmy's having pretty good stats this season. So if he doesn't get injured and he keeps it up, I don't see why they wouldn't give it to him. Um, And then unfortunately to my dismay, I have Rudy third because they're going to call him the defensive player of the year again. So they're going to put him. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because, because they have no creativity at all. They can't give it to anyone else. And Benny, you also had Gobert 13. No, I had no. Anthony Towns. Oh, yeah, Cat. Okay, got you. Yeah. I read that down. Okay, so... I agree with you, Benny. I just know the NBA won't. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I agree with you. Like, I, yeah. the third team, I, I I took the third team more as, like, kind of, like, like what I would want to see. Right. Like, but mm-hmm. I, I agree with, with the whole... Because I don't think, like, my biggest issue, I think I've told you guys this before, my biggest issue with the way this voting goes is that there never seems to be a clear criteria that the NBA, because it's the writers, right? There's it's never the been a clear the criteria have for agendas. There's yeah. never exactly. It's all agendas. There's never been a clear criteria for what they yes. want for the, what they want to see from the players. So even though like James Harden, he's shooting what 41%, he could literally shoot 33% from the field. And I'm sure he'll get in with those numbers. I don't doubt it, but it just doesn't make sense to me, but yeah. whatever. It's just my pet peeve. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think I had some, some crossover with you guys on, on the third team. So I have CP three, uh, I have Book also. Um, I have Levine, Tatum, and then Embiid. Obviously, he's going to be on the third. Um, so obviously, Embiid. I don't know, man. Well, I'm saying like because I had so a bear before, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, um, maybe you really like Cat. I don't know. <laughs> love, love Cat. I thought um, I thought that Trey Young was going to get some backlash from you guys just because. No, no, I way. considered him. I considered him. I mean, uh, you record. didn't have exactly. Yeah. That's why I thought you guys were exactly. gonna maybe shit considering on that you didn't have Harden. Obviously, like I'll yeah, go literally, because yeah. But um, considering that you didn't have Harden because of the reasons that you said, then yeah, I mean Trey Young makes sense. He's yeah. the next logical answer. But um, yeah, I mean Tatum. I wasn't it, like I'm not inspired by Tatum, right? If that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> like, I wasn't inspired at all. I, I was not inspired either. by the pick. We all have him. None of us were. Inspired. We all have. Yeah, none of us wanted him there. I didn't want him. I considered Davis, but considering the amount of games he's gonna miss, like oh, that's Davis? where it kind of comes. Davis play. is yeah. Davis, there's no shot. There's, I don't think there's a shot that I thought he, Paul George, but yeah. apparently he's going to take longer than four he's weeks. He's going to take so a like, long time, and then everybody else is like, you know, you're not going to put. I mean, I don't even know who else you can put. Like realistically, like I, Ingram. No yeah, one. I mean, I can see Ingram for sure, I, but like, I don't I just, see them giving just, it to a Pelicans guy. That's the thing. I, I like. I I like him as a player. I think Jalen yeah. Brown might be more deserving right. than than Tatum probably. I don't know. But, there's an uh, argument, but I think Tatum. It's, it's the, the, the yeah. Kobe 2.0 agenda. Exactly. It's Tatum. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When you go so, to agendas, then it's Tatum. Yeah. I always go back to the agendas. I I hate doing it. I sound like such like a like a basketball like no, but it's true. This stuff, it's true. but like it's, it's all agendas. Like the writers have their agenda. The one that I wish would get in, but I couldn't find a way to put him in because of the agenda mm. was Donovan mm. Mitchell. Because Donovan Mitchell mm. deserves to get in, like 100. Like if Rudy's in, Donovan Mitchell should be in. 
Like that. That's what I'm. Me, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to me, it's so insulting to have Rudy and not Donovan Mitchell because without Donovan Mitchell, Rudy would be useless. Like, who's your Who's your other guard, Benny? For Young and Donovan Mitchell were my guards. Young and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, done. Okay. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell deserves. I think Donovan Mitchell is the only guy I don't have on my list that I could see overlapping another guy on my list, maybe like like taking the place of. Mm-hmm. But that's just going to be so much so dependent on how he finishes the season and how much like the fanfare goes for Donovan Mitchell. Like that's the only way he gets in because he he's shooting, he's doing this well and he's getting zero credibility. Yeah. Zero, like none, but Rudy's number 10 because what he could block shots and get rebounds. He takes great. seven shots a game. Like, like great. Like, wow. <laughs> the all NBA defensive player. We of the year. get it guys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally takes seven saying, shots a game, bro. Donovan nah, Mitchell right. who's shooting. I'm pretty, what, what is it? Donovan Mitchell shooting what? 40% from three. Like, yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Like, what? No, what, sorry. What 34, else 34, 34. 34? Yeah. And then what, what's his field goal percentage? 45. 45. So this guy who's shooting 4% above James Harden and Luca, or 2% above Luca, and all that stuff. And he's playing on a team that's winning, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm not saying they are, but they're mm-hmm. winning. <laughs> like, he's doing it all. He's doing 25, 4, and 5. He gets steals yeah. every game. He's 45%, 33 from – pretty much 40 from – or 34 from the three-point line. Like – when is this well, guy going to get talked about? That's the thing like, about Mitchell. He's he's actually a two-way player. Like, So, yeah. you know, he definitely deserves to be talked about more. But, um, yeah, he's definitely – I mean, we can get into honorable mentions since yeah. – uh, Yeah, I mean, Mitchell for sure. I I mean, there's no way that you can get him on the list considering Gobert and Bede and Jokic. But I really wanted to find a way to put Jared Allen on the list. Like, I wish he was, like, able to be considered a power forward or something. But he's been really good for the Cleveland for for the Cavs yeah. this year. He's been, he's been arguably great. their most important player, um, and he's shooting like ridiculously. Like obviously, he's everything's within five feet of the rim, but he's shooting like over seventy percent. And I'd rather have him than Gobert. I was gonna say, could he be the next Gobert? He, the, there's a. I mean, if if you have Gobert on your third team for all the reasons I listed, easy, and you want to put Allen there instead, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't like kill you for it. I, I think me neither. Allen is is really good. Oh, man. Uh, like, I the, I have to put Gobert because of the narrative and that he's going to the narrative. He's the gonna NBA go refuses yeah, yeah. to put guards as defensive players of the year. Once we get over that like stigma, we don't have to call Rudy like the best like guy the third on best the Utah guard. Jazz. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't have right. to say third, he's the best, best player center. on the Jazz because yeah. he's not. He's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's barely the second best. He's barely, <laughs> barely in the playoffs. He is a non-factor. A non-factor. Which mm-hmm. that's why it frustrates me even more with these awards because like we're giving it to them knowing that they can't play when it matters. <laughs> like it's so yeah, it's a regular season award, and I I mean I guess this applies to I mean what 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 team in the regular season has been more surprising than, than the Cavs? You know, so that that's kind of why I want Grizzlies. I would say yeah, Grizzlies up there too for sure. But because I, like, I think like because like it's different like ways you perceive like yeah. shocking right. So Cavs are shocking mm-hmm. because they're in playoffs right now. Yeah, yeah. Memphis is shocking because they went from like a play-in team to a top three. Team. Yeah, top three team. Yeah, I agree. And the West too. Um, the West, yeah. But I think I think I, I I thought the Cavs were going to be shit this year. You know, considering yeah, I think we all thought that. Yeah. The you know the the lineup the of four bigs. Yeah, it's the Cavs. Like, <laughs> I I thought Mobley you know would be good. I didn't think he'd be this good this soon. But yeah. um, I really like Jared Allen, and it's crazy that he was just a throw-in in yeah in the trade. I I I loved him on the Nets, and I really wanted him. To stay like, on that team. Isn't he only like twenty three? Yeah, he's if that. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was like eight years in. 
It, <laughs> when when the Nets signed DeAndre Jordan, I guess they did it because he's buddies with KD and Kyrie. For sure. But when they did that, I thought that was like the dumbest thing ever because, of course, you're going to have to play DeAndre Jordan when you sign him to, I forget how big the contract was at the time. It was, it was, like it was 10, some stupid number. It was like so, 10 million. Yeah, yeah, way yeah, more he than like... he's worth. And over Jared Allen, obviously your future and yeah. playing better than DeAndre Jordan. So it, it was like, that's one of the dumbest moves. The in Nets the past, are like, going to go years. down. If they don't win this year, they're going to go yeah. down as like one of the worst field experiments ever. Yes, yeah, from a GM oh, They probably would be the worst. You know, like because like the crazy because like the super team formula isn't as common as it used to be. I think like yeah, we finally found an age where like players care more about making their money and like just mm-hmm. making something happen in the city they're in. Um, yeah, like this whole phase of like trading to get on a team with a winning like formula already. I'm not saying it's dead, but like it's I think definitely it's not. Yeah, it, yeah, it could be cyclical for sure. But like I'm just thinking like the Nets. <laughs> Like, just from the very beginning, getting two guys that weren't going to play for the year, like, mm. that was already, like, that's not great. That's one year already out the window. Yeah. And then you have the second year where everybody gets injured. You, have, you get hardened, which is, like, awesome. But at some point, someone's going to get fed up, like, if you're not. Well, winning. I mean, you kind of see it with what's going on in the Lakers right now. It's similar, where they got rid of all their – they sold their future to, to yeah. win now. And you see these other players doing really great things in, uh, for yeah. other teams. And it's like, well, what could have been, right? If you're a fan of those franchises, you're like, well, you know, damn, we could have Jared Allen here, especially Dinwiddie's doing well, you know. So it, that, that's tough to see. And obviously the Lakers, you know, Kuzma and, and uh, Brandon Ingram, these guys. But Does Kuzma make an All-NBA team? Does Kuzma make an <laughs> All-NBA team? Nah, there's no shot. There's, there's no yeah. way. Steve Nash was actually asked, um, I remember he was asked maybe about a month ago or a couple months ago about, about Jared Allen because he was mm. popping off. He's been popping mm. off all season. They kind of asked him like if he regretted if or if the Nets regretted like the whole move and whatever. And he he uh, he blamed the money that mm. the money that Jared Allen was gonna get. But I mean, even still, like you, you could definitely you would that's that's a guy that you would go over the cap for type of thing. You, you know? absolutely you could have sure. got him instead of Joe Harris if you have Kevin Durant exactly yeah oh yeah exactly. Joe Harris isn't even playing for them. Dine right now, Wade so. Ellington on the minimum it's the exactly. same exactly yeah you, could, you find shooters anywhere these days it was really yeah, a questionable yeah. decision literally in the G League you get whoever is yeah. the forty one percent three point shooter in the G League and I'm not saying it's going to be replicated of Joe mm-hmm. Harris what he did last no, year but, but like it's to a lesser degree but you're also paying for a center who can do everything for you. Yeah, you don't need Harden to get eight rebounds a game. If Lance <laughs> Stevenson can come off off the street and, and be good for the for the Pacers <laughs> again, then yeah, you can get anybody off the G League if, if, for a spot, a spot, yeah. uh, spot some, minutes here and there. Some a couple honorable mentions since we talked about a couple. Nada. Yeah, um, go for it. I had Don Mitchell. Um, I had mm. Trey, obviously. Cat. Um, the mm. ones that I I know will never get their flowers this year, but and they never will probably. Well, no, one of them won't. The other one might. Um, Van Vliet has been playing out of his mind recently. Um, and then also Darius Garland. Mm. Uh, he, he's, he ain't going to make – I doubt Garland's going to make the all-star team. But, man, does he deserve to, you know, get some recognition because that boy can play. I've seen yeah. him play recently. He's got he, – he's figured something out. He's figured – he knows how to manipulate an offense – like a defense now. Like he knows mm. how to, like, find the cuts, find the alleys, and make things happen on offense. It's really cool to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think those are our all NBA three teams. I'll have to sit down and, and see what the pod average is. So I'll do that after we're done recording. Um, but our first team is set our so our first team as a pod is Steph, Jaw, Jokic, KD, and Giannis. So 
Uh, the only difference there was KD because I, me and me and Easy both had him first team, but Benny yeah. had him. Uh, he had him second team, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. So, but overall, he ends up being first team. It was pretty unanimous there. Um, so I'll sit down and do the, the other two teams, and I'll I'll put the, we can put those on Instagram later. So I'm make sure to follow us. There. I'm glad you didn't have Rudy there. Yeah, don't worry. Rudy's not first him. team. Don't worry. Don't worry, my boy. Don't worry. <laughs> and I know Embiid better be second team thanks to, you know, the yeah, Embiid logic. Yeah, Embiid will be second team because uh, Ben, you had him first and you had him second. So Cooler and I had him prevailed. Third. Cooler. <laughs> See, that's why we do an average, right? We've got to bring it all together. All right. As a pod, <laughs> we, we can give you good information individually. <laughs> but uh, I guess that being said, we can go on to uh our, our our last segment for this pod and easy you can introduce this one since this is a this is your baby yeah so we were trying to come up with you know things to talk about after the all nba teams and i'm like wow we should probably just do like a all nba hate team just like a team that we would just <laughs> not want so like i guess we could like it's pretty abstract we could take yeah. it as guys you wouldn't want to play with they're like guys that you just really would not like you just don't like watching mm. like they just do things that on a basketball court that you would just never want to see if you're like a viewer, a coach, a teammate, like these are just, that's the way I perceived it. I don't know. That's how the both of you perceived it, but that's how I, yeah, for sure. List. That's how yeah, I perceived I it except for, for one. Reasons. There's one that mm-hmm. I have a different reason for, but the rest were like, yeah, that was pretty much it. Right. Okay. Dope. So for, the, so I guess I'll start us off. I guess we could go Absolutely. by position just to sure. like, cause okay. it's going to be different and like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, you guys are expecting me to say Rudy Gobert. I'm not going to do it. You you already know my disdain towards the man. I'm not I'm not saying it. It's too. He's in the hate Hall of Fame for you. So yeah, he's, you can't you can't like, induct him. Yeah. <laughs> great defender. Can't do anything else. But whatever. Um. So at point guard, I have Cameron Payne. Um, Ooh, okay. He infuriates me mm. as a viewer. Like he makes one shot. He makes one shot, and he thinks he's Devin Booker. He thinks he's Michael Jordan. Like he literally takes over the game on offense and gets nobody involved until there's four seconds left in the shot clock. It is beyond infuriating. Please. Next time you watch Cameron Payne, watch him on a court. Cause every time he does a dribble, you're like, Oh man, he's like really quick. Like he can get to a basket pretty, pretty swiftly. Yes. And then he doesn't do the right thing. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad to watch him in the NBA finals. He had like, I think one game that was like great. And I was like, if he could just play like that, even like a quarter of the time, I would not have a problem with him, but he has that game one every time, every like 15 games. And it's the worst mm. thing to watch. And he's a lefty. I, I hate, I hate hating on lefties because I'm, <laughs> but like, I have to, like, it's just, it, it's so, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. All right. That was a good, yeah. that was a good one. I, I, I did not think about that. Uh, so I could, we'll do my position. Right. So yeah, my starting guard is Kyrie. And it's not even because of the, the vaccine stuff. It's just because if I was Patty Mills, I'd be so fucking mad that this guy <laughs> just gets to come in like once every like two weeks and for one game, take my fucking minutes and, and just dip for another two weeks. And also in the playoffs, dude, they're, they're going to lean on him very hard in the playoffs because obviously KD's going to be fresh off the injury. Um, and, you know, there's going to be some, some some games where they just say, hey, Kyrie, win it for us. And when you just barely play with your teammates for an entire year, I mean, how are you expected to build any chemistry and then, you know, also go out there and win a game for them? So, I, I you know, they, they're just going to implode. It's all going to be Kyrie's fault. Um, and, yeah, I'd be super mad if I was Patty Mills. So, pour yeah. one out for Patty. I love the Patty Mills point. I can't even yeah. imagine, like, how annoying. I mean, he's been popping be. off. This is, like, his career season, and it's, like, it's derailed for, like, no reason. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my first starting guard is Russell Westbrook. 
because if ever there was a player that has very good numbers, very good, at least like as far as points, rebounds, and assists goes, if ever there was a player that was considered in the star bracket that you would say he could be the difference maker in a team going into a deep playoff run or even the finals and then mm. fail miserably, it's that guy. Because obviously, first it was Oklahoma City, we all know that, but even when he gets traded to Houston, Right before he gets traded to Houston, or basically, I think it was the same trade, Chris Paul leaves. He goes the other way to Oklahoma City. And you're thinking, wow, James Harden is going to be by himself now. You know, that team's kind of imploding, but they added Russell Westbrook. So you're thinking, oh, you know, maybe they just made or they made the conference finals a couple of seasons before that. You know, maybe they can go on a deep run and maybe James Harden could finally get that ring with, uh, with Houston. They don't get along. They don't play well together. Russell Westbrook ends up bidding on the blame. That team implodes. He's gone the next season. He goes to Washington, where Bradley Beal hasn't had a good team since John Wall. This is like 2016 or something when John Wall was last healthy. He gets over there. You're thinking Bradley Beal's finally going to have a team where they can make something happen. Bro, (laughs) he's ruined so many careers. (laughs) Russell Westbrook gets there. They didn't, correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't even make the playoffs, right? No, they didn't. No, they they made, I thought they made a eighth seed. Maybe once. He was there for one year, right? Yeah, he was there for one year. Okay, okay. Maybe they were playing. Okay, they made, okay, that's right. That's right. They made playing. Yeah, they got, they lost. There you go. Go, That's what it was. Yeah. That team implodes. Wow. Eventually wow. He doesn't get along with Bradley Beal. Wow. <laughs> he gets traded for Kyle Kuzma. Notice how like the the, the players he's getting traded for just diminishes. First it was yes. Paul, and now it's Kyle Kuzma <laughs> and Montrez Harrell. And his salary is increasing. His salary is increasing, exactly. His salary is increasing. <laughs> he gets traded to the Lakers. You know, we had the debate on one of our pods. We're like, you know, his buddy Hill and Russell Westbrook. Oh, I mean, you were saying at the time, you know, you want right. Russell Westbrook. He's a better player or whatever. So it's basically the same thing. You're thinking LeBron's, LeBron's going to have a little bit more help. As a, as a ball handler, someone that can score, someone that can drive to the basket. He's going to take minutes. He's going to have LeBron rest. And Anthony Davis, he gets hurt often. He can also rest. Russell Westbrook can basically run the second unit. He can play 35-plus minutes, whatever, 80, 75-plus games, the whole, the, whole, the whole 10 yards. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that team just go to shit. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, LeBron has to put more effort to, like, counter LeBron is putting more effort, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, First I, I just want to say big. it's all because Kendrick Nunn hasn't come back yet. Once he comes back, definitely they, they had play. Kendrick Nunn, dude. First point, man. Second of all, <laughs> all I'm saying is that the trend for Russ is that he goes with Harden because Harden can't win. He goes to Beal because Beal can't win, and then he needs to go to LA because LeBron can't win. So every situation he's entering, it's because they cannot win. Stop thinking this man is gonna be the reason you win a chip. Like, stop. When it. are they gonna learn, man? KD knew what he learn? was dealing with. KD knew. KD right. knew. Yeah, KD knew. KD left him. KD, KD knew, knew, man. KD knew. Wow, that was a fucking great point. I love it. All right, yeah. easy. Who do you got? Uh, so, your second guard. So, for the listeners out there, if you hate Russ, you're really gonna hate Damian Lillard. That's my number. Oh. Um, and you know what? Like, I can go. We could do a whole pod on this because we will one day. We are gonna do a pod. We're yeah, gonna do yeah. it at the end of the We're season. Overdue. I think that's when yeah. we got to do it. I think that's yeah. Because so. that will probably be the most fitting time to do it. But. Mm-hmm. It's not just about this season. This man has historically, historically been inconsistent in the playoffs, beyond frustrating. I don't care that he made two game-winning shots to close the series against the Thunder and the Rockets. I do not care. Every other game, he ends up having a horrendous shooting percentage. He shoots his team out of the games in the playoffs. I understand his supporting cast is not the strongest in the world. But if you are getting paid $49 million to be the best player on your team when it matters i expect you to play like that 
I don't expect you to go two for 19 in a game seven situation and get bailed out by CJ McCollum to take you to the conference finals. I don't expect that. Damian Lillard is by far one of the most frustrating stars, and he is the star that has gotten away the most for being for not having any accolades. Like he is the only guy that I see in the top five, like 75 anniversary list. And I'm like, that guy hasn't done anything. Like he's been on all NBA teams. Great. What it's else? all because of one shot, just one shot over Paul. Nah, like, that's it. Really? And like everyone says, oh, but he's made conference finals alone. That's the series CJ carried him in the second round. Literally, CJ yeah. was the second best, not the second best player. CJ was the best player on his on the team in the second round that took him to conference finals. So out of the nine years this man has been in playoffs, there have been three that he's actually been like a productive, non like like he hasn't hurt his team. The other six, his shooting percentage has been awful, like deplorable for a guy getting paid that much and for being the star player. So that's my frustrated, my frustrated guy. We could get into the specifics in that other pod that we do eventually, mm. Mm. but he's by far on my uh, on my team. That's for sure. Yeah, I had I had Russ here in the second spot, um, just because I couldn't keep him off my list. But honorable mention, I'll go with uh, I guess I guess a young guy right now who he can turn around. But I just and it's not that I hate him. It's just I just I just don't think he'd be fun to play with. And it's Jalen Suggs. So I just feel like he's just I don't know it's the the oh, hype yeah. I don't know if it was the hype I don't know if it was the the team the situation I just feel like it would be kind of a nightmare to 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 play with right now but I think he will turn it around so but yeah Russ is is uh I can't keep him off my list and for all the same reasons that Benny said so yeah so if you want to go I guess we'll do front court wait I think Benny did you say your second you, guard oh yeah already? did you say your second guard already uh no no oh sorry go ahead no yeah. you're good you're good. My second guard is actually Russell Westbrook's former teammate, Bradley Beal. Oh, dang. Because... Dang. Oh, you're taking shots at Leva now. Dang. Yeah, man. That's my guy. <laughs> because he he was my guy too, believe me. I just <laughs> and as a Heat fan, you know, I'm I'm all over the I'm always trying to get. Oh, yeah, of course. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, that's no, yeah, no, I, I mean, damn. We, we've talked about Bradley Beal, bro. We the hard yeah. Bradley Beal debate, like I still I still take Harden. I don't care. Like I mean, I mean at this point it's kind of undeniable. I think I was proven wrong. I don't know if we ever mentioned that on this podcast, but I did uh, for a time uh believe Bradley Beal over James Harden. Um was, so you know listen, with a take just, like that, it's not surprising that you would think Rudy's better than Joel. I mean, you know, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> 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 but go ahead, but you're saying uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, Bradley Beal, because I am tired of that guy, at least maybe not so much this season. This season has been kind of whatever, but overall looking like a top 10, top 15 NBA player and mm-hmm. continuing continuing to persist being on a awful team and awful oh, franchise. This is, this is like this is personal. This, this is personal. Yeah, this yeah. Is like, why the fuck aren't you in Miami right now? Which, yeah. <laughs> basically, basically. I mean, that's probably Miami's fault too, as much as his, but oh yeah. I digress. But yeah, it's pretty much that that I'm tired of this guy continuing to persist that he's ever gonna do anything with this team. And I just want to see him be on a good team and he doesn't want to do it. So I can't understand that. Yeah, that yeah. extension that he ended up signing there is yeah. just, I don't understand. I do not understand. Never will. Yeah. I don't I don't get it either. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So I guess we're going to forwards now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier. I didn't even know he was eligible to be at forward. Oh, it's, uh, it's Solomon. I, I consider him okay, a forward. I think everybody's a forward on the Knicks. And then, you know, I, I just think everybody plays forward on the Knicks. No one plays yeah. forward. But Evan That's Fournier true. just frustrates me. 
he's a shooter, but why does he shoot horrendously every game? Like, and then like one game, he'll, why does he only play good against the Boston Celtics? Why does he only play good against the Celtics? It's personal pretty, for him. It's personal. Like, <laughs> I don't him. He played horrendously with the Celtics. And then he's like, you know what? Because I played horrendously, I'm going to get back at you guys. I'm going to play really great. And then he just plays awful for the rest of the season. Yeah. He is like, I don't even know. It's literally been since his time in Orlando. I think even was it, wasn't he in Denver before too? Like he's always been like known as a scorer. Yeah. But like yeah. it's never consistent. Like ever. He's what definitely Orlando. Like great. Wow. You're a good wow. scorer on a team that never wins. Think, like, <laughs> yeah, I think you're hitting on something that he's probably like the most not talked about, like streaky dude in the NBA. He's like, basically Terrence Ross, but like, not as good. Not as athletic short, or yeah. short Terrence Ross. Short and French yeah, he, Terrence Ross. French Terrence Ross. And Pretty I sure they played Terrence together. They did. they did. For a long time. Damn. And look and look who they kept. And look oh, who I'm they so kept. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Orlando Magic fans. That must have been like the most infuriating shit to ever it's watch. It's so frustrating to watch Evan Damn. Fournier play good one game and then be awful the next six. And yeah. it's like Yeah. And like you know he can score, but he just doesn't we saw him on the French national team, right? Over the summer. Or not oh, over yeah, the summer, yeah. I think. He, he was yeah, insane. Last year. Yeah, he yeah. was an he incredible was scorer. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like, what a steal the Knicks just got. Mm-hmm. He figured it out. The Celtics just suck. And it turns out they're both awful. The Celtics and Fournier. Well, you know, so, when, like, you play, when you play with Gobert, it's, you know, just lets you shine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Easy's about to, like, leave this podcast, right? <laughs> I think we're good for today. You know what? When Rudy Gobert makes Killian Hayes look good, talk to me, okay? Damn. Damn. True. No, but yeah, I, I agree. That's that's a great point that you brought up. I never would have really thought about Fournier as like a hot and cold guy, but he really is. He really is. Um, so okay, my forward who I was teasing off pod to you guys, and I just I can't believe that you guys didn't think about him. Um Duncan Robinson. That's a good one. Guys, it's a come good on. one. Like imagine if like you're in a group project. Just a really he's a guy, guy mean, really means least, well. <laughs> the guy who does the least work gets like the best grade it's kind of like duncan robinson and all these like ex- other guys on the heat <laughs> duncan robinson's getting paid 30 million dollars this year all right you can you can go out to an nba court and shoot as well wait, as 30 you mean wait is it 30 isn't he getting paid 30, 30 this year or is it oh no, no he's getting no, paid, like, it's, 20, like, it's like 18 or something, isn't it? yeah it's around like 18 or 19 okay okay my bad yeah i, but, I was like wait i'm like yeah 30. No, not 30, not 30. i'm like yeah, 30. Yeah. might as well be. For some reason, i have three wait, for 90 in my head but yeah it's five for nine but yeah but no, I mean this guy's getting paid ridiculous amounts of money, uh, yeah. to be worse than Maxtris. So, yeah. you know, I love that he I found at, like a Dunkin' Donuts or something. Yeah, that we found like on the curb under like yeah. in, in a street somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I love Duncan, but at the same time, I hate Duncan. So really means it. well. Just one of those guys has that, a podcast. You know, fellow like, podcaster, friend of the friend of the pod. Need to get a shit together. Industry friend. Industry friend. <laughs> Industry connects. <laughs> My God, Benny, who's your forward? <laughs> I'm actually gonna. Uh, I don't know because. Oh no, I think you you put him as well. I could be wrong, but I kind of just want to hand it over to you from what you said on the last pod. Mm. I don't know if you can kind of go over that again with uh, Chris Tops Porzingis because that's the mm. one that one of the fours that I went and I cannot stand the guy, but I think Easy worded it very well. Easy, if you don't mind going for a couple minutes about him. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can pop off <laughs> on anything, Mavericks. Um, it's just the team can't figure out how to use him the best way that they can, and he can't figure out what to do on a court to help them win. Like, and, oh, he, he uh, just has a bad attitude at the end of the day. He doesn't yeah, want to. I mean, 
it's not even just the bad attitude. It's just like, it hasn't worked for four years. Why would it work now? Like, it's just not going to well, work. That's, but that's what I mean. Like, he keeps doing the same damn thing he did it in New York. When he came to, to Dallas, he was immediately frustrated because Luko's immediately better than he was. And he just, obviously, the injuries don't help, of course. Um, you know, he's just somebody who I don't think will ever play a full 82. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think his, like, refusal to, to kind of let things go in the directions that they should in terms of Luca being a better player and, and all that. I, th- I think that's a big reason why I would have him on my list. I also have my suspicions about management and the whole organization wanting him to be something he's not. Like, I, I feel like it's not just him. I feel like everyone is unaware of the fact that he's 7'3". Like, no one knows. <laughs> it's like the weirdest secret. Like, he's yeah. playing like a guard, but he's yeah. really like 7'3", and he's a center. Like, Evan oh, Mobley... Yeah. Is showing that you can literally be a power forward at seven three and be productive and effective. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Chris Epps Porzingis effective and productive as a seven three? Like if Mobley can do it, you're telling me Chris Epps can't. Chris Epps can actually shoot from outside a little bit. Like why? Yeah. Why is this even a conversation? Like it's just frustrating to watch him. It's frustrating. I agree with Benny, and the I, I don't know if each of you have a Porzingis moment that frustrated you the most, but I've always talked about it. The one in the playoffs. I think it was, I think we were at my house. I don't know if any of you were at my house at that time, but he, it's a fast break. He's dribbling the ball wide open lane. And if there's anybody coming, they're obviously mm. shorter than him. He can mm. yam it on them, put it on the layup. This man stops right on the fast break and does a pull up three uh, and just misses completely. Yeah. And I'm like, you deserve to lose. You deserve yeah. the criticism. If you're pulling up from three That's like tough. that on a fast break, you deserve to miss. You deserve That's to tough. lose. So I completely agree with Benny on that. So there was a guy like literally super recent. It was this season for sure. There was a guy that had a crazy parlay on that had like ridiculous odds, but he was somehow <laughs> hitting. He was hitting on all of them. And the only one he needed to hit was that Kristaps Porzingis was going to score the first basket of the game. And if oh. Kristaps Porzingis had done that, this guy would have won. I, I'm lying because I don't remember like the, the exact total, but just imagine like $50,000 or something. It was like some ridiculous uh, payout. And Chris Asporzingis, the first player of the game, had a wide open layup and he missed it. And this guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's like he knew. It's like he layup. Knew. And yeah. this guy. And then somebody else ended up scoring first and this guy missed out on all that. Money. Wow. Um, yeah, that guy. Invite him on the podcast and let yeah. him talk about. Chris I have Steph. a lot to say. I, I don't know yeah. if we want to invite that guy on the podcast. I think we've said enough. That guy has fifty thousand reasons right now. to be mad. <laughs> he might be dead. Well, oh man. So my other forward, I, I have him as forward because two K has him as forward. I think he's really a shooting guard, but I'm going to still go with him. Um, KCP. Mm. Has there ever been a player that has like worse stats making fifteen mil? And as a starter and consistently gets 33 minutes a game on any team he's on KCP. KCP. Yeah. Like I look at this man's stat line and I'm like, what? Like, and people tell me he's a good shooter. What? (laughs) What? What? Yeah. That's, that's a little ridiculous. Like he went from Detroit and then people said that he was actually misused in Detroit. If you're not playing well, or at least getting good production on stats in Detroit, probably not that good. Yeah, And in LA, I remember watching him in the finals. I was super frustrated by him 100% the entire time. Now in Washington, why is he starting games? What? Because he has, because he's older than everyone on the roster. <laughs> like, that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. He pisses me off. I see him in, I I see him in fantasy all the time. 
it's the worst. Yeah, this is a pattern with you, easy of, of streaky, streaky guys. <laughs> it's so frustrating because there's they they can play well, but they never do, and their career yeah. is literally streakiness. I can never. To me, there's nothing worse than being like not dependable in the NBA. I want guys who are dependable. I know what I want to get out of you, and you can give me that every night. None of these guys can give it to me. Maybe Dame, maybe in the regular season. <laughs> but yeah. like none of these guys can give it to me every single day that they play. They can't. Like it's just not possible. Campaign, yeah. I get it. You know, like he wasn't even in the NBA two years ago. So like, what am I expecting out of him? But like guys like Fournier and KCP who have been in the NBA for like almost a decade at this point, mm. if not a decade, I'm not even sure how many years they've been here. But it's just super frustrating to watch. Like it's just, it's just horrible. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. I think so. For we're doing front court, right? Second front court guy. So yeah, yeah, second forward. Um, I had him on my All NBA, but I also have him on this list because I feel like he'd be really annoying to play with, and that's Jason Tatum. And that's for like probably like kind of deep, like lowering the value of Jalen of uh, of Jalen. <laughs> uh, I I just feel like if Jalen Brown like had his own team, like. I don't know. I, I just, I just want to see Jalen Brown on his own team. So that's that's one of the reasons. It's not it's not Tatum's fault. It's just it is what it is because he exists. And then <laughs> I also feel like he'd just be very frustrating to play with. Like especially early. I mean, I he's gotten better at it, but early on in his career, he just would not take any contact. Like he yeah. he just wouldn't go to the free throw line at all. He, he hates um, contact. Yeah, and I, I I still think that's the case. So for sure. And he's just he's just jacks up shots sometimes, and I'm like, dude, you're not Kobe. Like, relax. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's, he makes my list like him as a player, but I just feel like he'd be not fun to play with. So, yeah, I feel like he's the kind of guy that like, if you're like in a rec team, like you're just like playing open gym Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and like, you know, your team has no shot of making any offensive like plays and you only need one guy to just jack it up. Tatum is who you want Mm because you know, he's willing to take the shots. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, and you'll win some games because he is a, he he will have good game shooting. Yes. But like, if you're a team trying to win. And like the guys around you can play, it's got to be beyond frustrating. <laughs> and, and, and to extend that analogy, if if you're going up against a team that's like really scrappy and just has guys that like will just be super physical with you, yeah. And maybe the refs, maybe the refs not calling fouls, or maybe just mm. you, you guys aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like you get super frustrated and, and leave. Be like yeah. a you know like a with uh who was it, the Devin Booker and the, the, and the and open yeah open exactly gym. it'd be like that yeah. <laughs> just we don't double team here. Excuse we don't me? double like... team. Relax. So yeah, what? so Tatum, Tatum makes that, my list get for that, that mascot out of my free throw. Get that type. mascot out of here, oh God! I should put Booker on his list instead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, he's uh, Benny. Your, your, I think we're at um, second pick, second forward, right, Benny? Yeah, yeah, second forward. Um, by the way, just an FYI, I actually found the bed. I just gonna want to go. I just because oh yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> ridiculous. God, he had bet. This guy had bet that Jalen Brown, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, and Chris Stapps were all gonna make the first basket of their four respective games. What an insane parlay. Those, yeah, he only he put he only put a hundred dollars mm. on it. The first three hit. Chris has Porzingis for a potential payout of seventy six thousand three hundred dollars. Wow! Wow! Damn! Missed a wide wow. open layup at the beginning of the game. Wow, that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. Okay. Those are some really good parlays, though. Yeah, he did. He hit. No, but I'm saying like no, but like just even from like an objective perspective, you said Jalen Brown, Rudy Gobert, and Devin Booker. Devin. 
and Chris. Those are all like reliable. It made sense. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, but like, what I are the odds? A dollar on that. I, I, yeah. I, I could win money super easily like that if those are the parlays. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. You imagine. I mean, Rudy's super easy. All he has I feel to like do I would is do a layup. So much money. I feel like doing that would just please gamble like, responsibly. Yeah, please yeah, gamble literally. responsibly. <laughs> you cannot gamble in Florida. So <laughs> we go ahead. I know, uh, I know some people out of state. Umbe, be careful. <laughs> so, uh, yo, Benny, who is uh? Did you say my your second forward? Yeah, no, second I'll forward. say it now. My second forward is the only guy, hopefully the only guy that's ever been capable of putting up zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds, zero blocks, hustle, zero steals. Stat. Oh, yeah. Not even. <laughs> no hustle in stats. One zero. time in 12 minutes, another time in 28 <laughs> minutes, he put up those ridiculous numbers that is Tony Snell. Let's I go. never oh, want that guy. Go. I never let want go. that guy on my team. Yeah, like yeah. an A minus in two K for a three point shot. I never. I don't. Yeah, that. yeah. He's always been like a three D <laughs> player in two K. I don't. I don't get it. I don't see it. It wasn't. I. I think it was uh, Nick Young on an Instagram comment uh, of a Russell Westbrook like. Uh, yeah. Thing he put. Oh, you guys are like sh- like shitting on him like he's Tony Snell. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, now nah, it's okay. We know you disrespect. Yeah, it's fine. for sure. The fact he went with a guy that's still in the NBA and not like a retired Euro like vet that had like two years in the NBA. Like, no, nah, he went Tony Snell. Yeah, he went Tony. Oh, he, knew, he knew what he was doing. He knew exactly Tony. why. Poor Tony. Poor Tony. <laughs> but if so, he had done it once, if he had only done that stat line once, maybe I would have tried right. to pick somebody else, but he did it twice. And the second time was that you were going. Recent. I forgot you were going forward. I'm kind of mad I didn't put this guy. Danny Green. He oh. did it too. Didn't he do it yeah. recently or my lying? He did lying? it too. He, he did, did it. it, yeah. He did it yeah. too. <laughs> he, had the, yeah. he had the Tony Snell. And it was Snell. like, just even as a player, he's frustrated. Danny so Green's like, a really good one, though. Danny, Danny like, Green's teams really love him, one. so like, yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy. So I can't yeah. put him. But like, still, crazy. I thought about that now. Green's my a good center. One. Honorable mention. Um, yeah. Yeah, honorable mention. Yeah. My center is Tristan Thompson. Ooh, Tristan Thompson. Justice for Chloe. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first off, this man like pleads for integrity and hard work on the court, but all this man does is act like he's Wilt Chamberlain's spawn. Like because he taught himself how to shoot with his right hand. Yeah, like this guy. This guy's so uninvolved, like in basketball. Like, like when he was with LeBron, he was actually not that bad. Like he had a role. I think well, LeBron like now, brought order to his life in a lot of ways. That literally just, uh, then, <laughs> undervalued. This man is just chaos. This guy's just this man's for the streets. It's insane. Like, like he belongs honestly, in the basketball streets. He's, he's, yeah, you know, this, he can't this isn't even about anymore. his like basketball game because at least he made the effort to go from lefty to righty as a shooter. Mm-hmm. It didn't help, mm-hmm. but he made the effort. Shot better free throw percentage, you know. Yeah. Right, like he made some strides, I guess you can say. But like, it's so frustrating. When I, I I remember it was like after a game for the Kings and he was frustrated at the Kings like staff and players and I'm like look in the mirror like what are you doing to help this team? Oh unaware. Yeah, like what are you doing that you like that helps this team? I'm pretty sure he's getting paid nine mil a year to sit on the bench. Like if you're behind Rashawn Holmes and like I, I don't even That's know tough. who the other center is. Who, who's the other center? Um, me, me too. Me too. Or whatever. Oh no, Jamez, Me too. And Damian Jamez, Jones. Me too. Yeah. If if those right. guys are getting minutes over you, you're the problem, not your team. Yeah. You. Like, you are yeah. a veteran in this league that made the finals and won an NBA championship. If you are not capable of starting by, like ahead of those guys, look in the mirror. Literally look in the mirror. And then stop being for the streets, bro. Maybe if you weren't for the streets, you would actually get some minutes. He's bringing them national well. media attention, all right? 
This is Listen, beyond this basketball. This guy's apologized for his actions like four times on Instagram. <laughs> Come on, man. He never learns. He never learns. Get good. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah that's tough this, this is t- it's been a tough year for for my guy on the kings and, and king's gang in general down bad horrendous. he's the reason the kings aren't making playoffs right now i'm calling oh yeah 100 yeah. on him he's bringing bad juju to sacramento lebron's uh, a really good agent lebron's a, good, a <laughs> tremendous agent uh yeah I, I don't i don't pick uh for my center i went uh with miles turner now he's actually yeah. been pretty good this year no. Uh, so from a basketball perspective, but I just feel like his existence has <laughs> is similar to Tatum and Brown. I feel like his existence <laughs> has just limited the potential of Sabonis, and I feel like he's just and and you know Sabonis has had a down year, but I just feel like Turner's existence precluded us from being in a timeline where Sabonis was like like baby Jokic or something. So yeah. um, you know, nothing against Turner, even though I think he's like a fake tough guy too. So. We can throw yeah. that in there. Everyone's but a big tough guy in the league. That that's very true. You know, a good point. I can't even hold that against them. No. But you know, Sabonis, <laughs> well, could have been all because of Miles Turner. And now they're probably gonna have to trade Sabonis and keep Turner. So what's crazy is that, like, I've like I'm reading about the draft. I don't know if you guys have done any like draft stuff mm-hmm. recently. Um, Chet Holgram would fit really nicely with Sabonis. He he played well with him. Yeah, better than like if you Turner. think of like the Sabo- yeah. like if you think of the Allen Mobley fit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Chet is the defender that Mobley is, obviously, but um, yeah, no, Chet's really good. He he can shoot. He can do all the things that Mobley can. Would it be a bad fit? Like not at all. Yeah, yeah. Who's your center, Benny? Oh, did Mike? Did Mike just get? Disconnected? Yeah, Mike disconnected. His computer died, so His we'll keep it going died. for a little bit. All right. But uh, who was your center? I'm gonna really miss him. But my yeah. my center was DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah, because I yeah, I'm just not. I've never been a this guy. It's kind of like it's almost he's almost like a like a Rudy for me. He just doesn't come, like, especially for what he's getting paid to do, just to stand around, maybe block a couple of shots. I do not like this guy to do anything on my team. And even when the <laughs> NBA salary cap wasn't as high as it is now, this guy was still finding a way to cop ten million dollars a season. Yeah, up until even twenty million dollars at one point with the the Clippers and the Knicks. I never understood this guy. He doesn't even strike me now. Like now, if you want to sign him now, he doesn't even strike me as like one of those guys that you would think of as like, oh, like maybe like the veteran presence for the young guys or whatever. He doesn't even strike me as that. So yeah. to me, this guy has no use in my life. <laughs> Dude, what's so crazy about DeAndre though? It's the fact that like, this man was actually like a coveted free agent at one Yeah, point. yeah, like, dude. He this was. man was actually held hostage in his house by Clippers Literally. Nation to stay and not go to the Mavericks. Like this was a bro. coveted piece for a team that thought they could win a championship, which is so yeah. mind-blowing because he actually was that guy defensively. Like, yeah, we give, yeah, yeah. We give Rudy a lot of flack, but, like, between Rudy and DeAndre in their primes, I, I almost want to take DeAndre more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I just because of that. his – just, like, the athleticism he brings to an offense and the screen yeah. and rolls that he did. So yeah. it's crazy. Like, what a fall from grace. Like, this guy – and I think he's, like, 32 or 33. He's not even that old. He's, like, 33, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not even old. His decline was his decline happened really quick. I don't know. Yeah, he barely plays on. He plays like 13 minutes yeah, on the Lakers. I was. I don't know now. if it's, it's the injuries. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it was definitely. I don't know. It's it, it's kind of sad, but yeah, he frustrates <laughs> me now. His salary <laughs> frustrated me for years. I'm I'm like yeah, fed up at this point. Exactly for sure. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for us. Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think we went through the All NBA teams, All NBA hate teams. We'll have those second team and third team. Uh, next week when Slava does a little math and those points. Um, I guess I'm signing us off this time. 
So <laughs> with uh, Leva gone now, Benny and I, me, Easy. Um, thank you for listening to Three Dudes One Hoop. Catch us with more content on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and we'll see you next time.